In life's journey, we must seek to reflect, learn, and grow. Welcome to the Road to Rediscovery with your host, Aubrey Johnson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Road to Rediscovery. I'm your host, Aubrey Johnson, and I am so thrilled that you're here with me. The Road to Rediscovery is about reflecting on past life lessons to learn and grow and to take things to the next level and help others who are struggling through dark times. My special guest is an undeniable, unstoppable leader who is among the top 50 entrepreneurs under 50 in Atlanta and the founder of two, not one, but two multi-million dollar agencies. But as we know, our journey isn't always clear, right? She's encountered some hard knocks in her businesses early on due to poor decisioning, the recession, and, and more. After some time taking that hard look in the mirror, she's discovered the secret in how we should respond to changes in our lives and businesses. This is all captured in her upcoming book, Own Your Own Shift, The Power, Passion, and Freedom to Be Unstoppable. Let's welcome Stacy Ruth to the show. Hey, Stacy, <laughs> So great to have you. How are you? Oh, doing great, doing great. Thank you so much. Wow, they're really pleased to have you. <laughs> no pressure. Oh, fantastic. So, Stacy, let's uh, just go ahead and dive in. If you can start by sharing with the listeners, you know, just some of your background and what sparked your passion for leadership and entrepreneurship. You know, it's really funny because, um, I, you know, when I was growing up and you had asked me, what do you want to be, mm -hmm. little Stacy, when you want to grow up, although I'm, I'm six foot, I don't know that I was ever little Stacy, I would never have said, let me, please, please, please let me be an entrepreneur. <laughs> let, let me be let me be a leader let right me do that right uh -huh. uh, and so it's been something that i have uh shall we say stumbled into fallen into tripped over <laughs> um banged my knee on a few times right and uh I, so it became something of a passion because i realized that it's actually something that's in all of us, at least the leadership part. Okay. And, and so uh, as I discovered my own way, I realized that I was learning some pretty universal lessons. Mm -hmm. And that's what gives me the passion is to be able to continue to build on that myself. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we're here to grow. That's right. We're here, we're here to pick ourselves up, learn mm -hmm. from our lessons and move on, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And hopefully to that next level of our own self-discovery. Yes. Uh, and then also to be able to help other people. Of course. I mean, we're here in community. You know, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So our stories, our stories are not for us. Right. Our stories mm -hmm. are to help other people. And, mm -hmm. and so I, I tripped into owning my own business. I, um, mm -hmm. I worked for one of the largest production companies in the world yeah. at the time. Uh, and I would show up at 7 a.m. in the morning, sit right. at my desk all day, eat lunch at my desk, mm -hmm. go home about seven at night. <sighs> So I was there in the dark and left in the dark. Long days. Long days. One yeah. of the one of the uh, owners there, as I was coming in, he was there already. And as I was leaving, he was there. And he's mm -hmm. like, what's this half day sleep? 
Yeah, you know? right. And that's, you know, it was a sweatshop, really, you know. Yeah. Um, and I hadn't taken a vacation in five years. Oh, my goodness. And didn't even think a thing about it until, you know, my, my husband at the time and I said, uh, maybe we should take a vacation. Yeah, yeah. And, and I went to this beautiful place, Sedona, Arizona, if ever, anybody has ever been there. It's amazing. Wow. Gorgeous views everywhere you turn, 360 degrees of these red rocks and blue sky. And, mm-hmm. well, it's my happy place. Yeah. When I went up on uh, one of the vortexes, if you know about Sedona, it's supposed to be these energetic vortexes, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd never been there before. Went mm-hmm. up on one of them, did a little meditation, and I had what I call my go to the mountaintop Moses moment. <laughs> I, I was sitting there, I was still for the first time in at least five years. Wow. And I heard, now, don't get me wrong, you know, people are going to be like, okay, you've got a crazy lady on there. I, I didn't think that I was hearing the voice of God. Right. I heard distinctly in my mind, and it didn't feel like it was coming from thoughts that I was creating, Yeah. that said, it's time to go out on your own. That's as specific as it was. It's time to go out on your own. How right. I interpreted it was, go start your own business. And I did yeah. in less than 30 days. And that was my first agency. Wow. And Amazing. so- so uh, part of my passion and discovery was allowing what's within me to come up mm-hmm. and be seen and known and heard, which we don't give ourselves time to do. No, that's exactly right. 100% Stacey. I couldn't agree more. And, and you know, um, uh, I'm, I'm so glad you said that because, you know, I, I like to practice uh, mindful breathing and meditation myself, and I try to do at least 10 minutes a day. And one of the things that I've learned from a mentor who introduced me to mindful breathing and meditation is, um, well, he put it this way. He said, the more quiet you are, the more you can hear, you know, and so uh, just allowing time to sit, be still, be quiet. And, and just, just be mindful of, of what's around you, even with your eyes closed, you know, um, you can, you can flush out. It does two things to me. It flushes out all that noise that you've escaped from. And it, it's also allowing you to hear true callings and messages such as yours, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, you, you mentioned the mindfulness and the meditation, the latest statistics that I've heard, of course, they change all the time, <laughs> is that only about 10% of us actually do any of that. Really? 10% of us in the world yeah, yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. And if you think about it, I, I mean, culturally, it's so noisy, it's so busy. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I've heard, you know, you're talking about, you know, the, what the mentors share. One of the things that I've heard yeah. is that if I'm too busy to spend 10 minutes in meditation, mm-hmm. I should spend 30. Interesting. If I'm too busy to spend 10, I ought to spend 30 because it slows me down in order to be able to speed up. I think, uh. I, I think that, um, I think, you know, here I'm up in here in my head thinking yeah, yeah. rather than in, in my, in my heart space, the feeling and listening. But, I got you. But, but I believe that what we really, um, resist the slowing down yes. is because we're afraid of the thoughts that will come up. We're afraid mm-hmm. that we might 
feel a feeling that doesn't feel good, that we might yes. think a thought that hurts. Yes. And and so we just try to motor through. And I that that was my experience mm-hmm. of that busy, busy, busy five years where I never even stopped to take a vacation or to eat lunch right. somewhere other than at my desk. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, thank you for mentioning that, Stacy. Uh, I really appreciate it um, because whenever someone gets caught up in the hustle and bustle and the rush of going into work, working for long periods of hours, by the time you check your watch, it's two o'clock in the afternoon, you haven't had lunch. And so you sit and eat at your desk and then you leave when it's dark and Mm -hmm. just doing that day after day after day. um, You know, I'm wondering, is is someone getting caught in, caught up into that, uh, I don't know, rat race for lack of a better word? Or, you know, is there something deeper repressed in the mind of some of some people who have that pattern? To your point, where you know they they don't they, they kind of anticipate the bad message or the bad news, and so they they they're afraid if they uh, slow down that they might hear it. I I, I certainly can't speak for everyone. I, mm-hmm. I know that for myself mm-hmm. and for a lot of the people that I coach and that I work with, mm-hmm. the conversation is about a sense of not being enough. Mm. That the conversation is about there isn't enough. It's a scarcity idea that I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not fast enough. I can't get enough done. I've got to get ahead. Now, that's the, that's that outer. There's not enough. Right. Yeah, the, somebody's going to, you know, outpace me at work and they'll get the promotion or mm-hmm. the competition will overpower me or, mm-hmm. you know, I won't have enough clients and I won't have enough money. There's just not enough. Mm. And and it's that fear of not being enough mm-hmm. or not having enough, mm-hmm. which is a common theme in our culture. Yeah. Certainly the culture I grew up in. I see. And, and you've got to be smarter, faster, stronger, you know, be, be bionic or whatever yeah. it is, you know, yeah. to, to be able, I'm probably showing my age in that, but to, to be able to um, achieve right. whatever we're going to define as success and fulfillment and um, that, and we're kind of swept along. I, I call it the difference between going with the flow, where the flow okay. is just carrying you along, yeah, yeah, or being in the flow, which is that meditation you described, mm-hmm. where we're in the stillness and we're bringing the energy forward from within ourselves. And and there's a confusion between what's out here, yeah. all this busy, 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 get do do do, right? Being, you know, well, it's doing, it's all the action and doing, yeah. And it's so much more powerful to first decide how you're going to be before you do. Totally. Totally. So um, speaking of mindset, what was your mindset like uh, as an early entrepreneur in your early entrepreneurial days? Um, novice, uh, you mentioned before, you know, a lot of us go through life wondering, are we enough? How much of what we put out is enough? How do we measure up? Uh, against other people when it comes to work performance and that sort of thing. So uh, how was your mindset as a young entrepreneur starting out? Uh, this is just you and me talking, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just you and I. I was a, I was a hot mess. <laughs> I was an absolute hot mess. <laughs> really? and, and my early employees, I'm sure, will, will verify that. <laughs> um, but, I, I mean, this 
again, I'm going to show my age. This was before the internet. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I'm looking things up in books. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> there was no Google to help me. And mm -hmm. I was uh, trying to do everything by the book, right. literally and figuratively. Yeah. And uh, not, not doing a, a wildly good job, although I was doubling in revenue every year. I was yes. doubling the size of the business. Yes. But I never felt, back to that, not enough, I never felt like I really belonged there. Like I really, even when I won the top 50 entrepreneurs in Atlanta, yeah. I, I, I felt like an imposter in that. And hmm. uh, so I didn't feel it's like someone's going to catch me in this pretense although there was no pretense but right. that was the feeling that was behind it and and so uh it was go go i went right back to go 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 mm -hmm. do 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 mm. and part of what i did 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 was i uh brought on partners in the business who were older than me right who were men Mm -hmm. And I, I was at the time in uh, a man's industry. The yeah. buyers were men, the clients were men, yeah. the salespeople were men, the owners of the other agencies were men. Mm -hmm. It was a, it was a man's world. Mm. It was Mad Men, right? Yeah, Mad and, Men, right? <laughs> Mad Men. And then I decided to uh, marry one of my business partners. Mm, okay. And that lasted six years, and then I divorced one of my business partners. <laughs> okay. Same same guy, same guy. Yeah. And um. You know, I mean, it, it, it was just a lot of, of um, distraction and noise and we were doing good work and we were growing and we were thriving mm -hmm. and there was so much good there. Mm -hmm. But I was so caught up in somebody's going to catch me at this. Mm. Man, you know, yeah. I mean, uh, and, 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 and how do you dig deep to find out the source of that? Right. Because it was, there was no false pretenses or anything. It wasn't like you're living a, uh, a, a separate life or, you know, well, kind of, yeah, I guess, I guess kind yeah. of, but I mean, you weren't pulling the wool over anyone's eyes, right? No, not at all. Not no. At all. And, and I know because I coach a lot of right. women and executives, yeah. CEOs, founders, and it is more common than not. Yeah. It really is. It's a, it's a common thread that mm -hmm. a lot of people struggle with. Mm -hmm. I think the same people that aren't too sure about the meditation. Yeah. And um, what what happened for me was I, I hit a uh, very serious physical, mental, emotional uh, bottom, if you will. Mm, I uh, see. My hair was, my hair was falling out. Headaches 24 7, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, gaining weight. I was traveling over 200 days out of the year. Mm, wow. And, you know, it was just, um, and that's not fun travel, I will tell you. Oh, no, no. I, <laughs> I, I, I've <laughs> had extensive business travel for, for yeah. a lot of years in my previous uh, job and career. And, and yeah. trust me, it, it was fun at first because I was young. And then as I got older, oh, that fun kind of went out the door pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. after mm -hmm. almost 30 years, 20 plus years mm -hmm. of doing this, I, I, it's really incredible to me that I and other people can do this for decades yeah. before they hit. And, um, it, you know, it was a time when I just uh, was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm burned out. I'm yeah. fried. Yeah. I would be really happy to just 
quit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, I, I, I get it. And, and, you know, I agree with you. It is incredible, right? I mean, doing this and, and, and you're good at it for so yeah. many years. Okay. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's amazing how in the midst of success, at least on the ledger, right? With the bottom yeah. line and profits and so forth, um, that, that in, in, inside, deep inside, you know, that you have these things to contend with, you know? I mean, I think people see that exterior and see, oh, your business is doing great. You're going through the roof, you know? Well, you know, that doesn't mean that I'm doing as well in my mental state, right? Right. Fulfillment is what we're really talking about. That's right. And, And there's been a tremendous amount of studies that have been done about people like me mm-hmm. who, and unfortunately and this really concerns me like a lot of what's being put out there mm-hmm. on facebook and other social media right. about you know you can you can have you know seven figure businesses in five months and look at all money yeah. money money yeah. and the, the fake fake lifestyle yeah. and all of that stuff and i'm like honey i've been there right it's not all it's cracked up to be no <laughs> But mm-hmm. what what the studies have shown is that when we um, are looking for those externals, the the money, the house, you know that that sort of stuff, right? Stuff, literally stuff. Yeah, yeah. That when we get it, it's not enough. Right. And so we continue to up the ante and up the ante and up the ante mm-hmm. to get more mm. instead of back to your meditation, looking internally for right. what's going to fill me up from within, not from without. Not outward. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. No, I, I got you. So the um, early success that you had, you know, in mm-hmm. your career, um, would you say that uh, having that early success and then also, you know, going deep into uh your your feelings of wondering if you're enough or if they're going to catch you and 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 that type of was it anxiety would you call it anxiety no okay no it was it wasn't intense enough in fact it was very subtle okay um i did not real i, I didn't have let's say full self awareness or full consciousness okay. of what was motivating me until right. 2020 hindsight gotcha um, you know if somebody had sat down with me and mm-hmm. coached me or mm-hmm you know, giving me a gosh darn good therapy session, you know, mm-hmm. it might have come up. I but, see. But it wasn't until later when I really was burned out and I was able to look back mm-hmm. and see what I had been through mm-hmm. that I started to realize what I had been subtly thinking. I got you. So your early success um, didn't necessarily help or hurt how you were feeling at that time, right? Okay. Um, I, I don't believe so. Okay. I don't believe so. I think it was baked in um, yes. before I launched into that. Yeah. I see. Awesome. Yeah. I don't believe it's my natural state. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> we make these decisions and we form these beliefs when we're when we're little and it's based on our culture or our parents or our teachers or right. our friends or, you know, it's just somebody says something and they don't mean it, but that's what we hear. Right. Right. I see. So, um if I can take you down the timeline to, let's say, um, a time in your career as a business owner, an entrepreneur, that um, there have been some uh, business decisioning that, I guess, 
in hindsight would have been different, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and 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 not necessarily what those decisions were, but you know, um, how did it initially hit you once you found out what the impact you know uh, was and the ramifications? Uh, and and then um, can can you share with us uh, the resolve for you to 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 kind of find resolution and find um, you know find find a way to uh, to address the adversity? I guess. Okay. Uh, well, I'll give you a couple. Um, okay. And, and I, I'll, I'll give you one that was kind of at my mid arc mm-hmm. um, that started me realizing that I was operating at uh, a pace that wasn't sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, uh, we had hired a bookkeeper. Mm-hmm. We did a background check mm-hmm. and she was, lovely came with references we talked to the references right was fantastic and 30 days later thirty thousand dollars later oh my gosh she had stolen my identity oh my and goodness. disappeared mm. and um i got uh to have the fun of of playing detective and tracking her down by the receipts um and she was she was wanted in three states oh my goodness to, we only did a state background check. I don't recommend I that, by the way. To right. The <laughs> sure. Listening. Yeah. But what really came up for me was that um, I had not been um, paying attention mm-hmm. to the things that really mattered in mm. the business. Okay. And I had been turning over things that never should be fully turned over. I see. To someone I barely knew. Makes and sense. so and so I had to get really clear about what was mine and what was not mine. Right. All right. Gotcha. And and I did make a lot of shifts at that time in stepping more into the leadership role mm-hmm. and to, to do more working on my business and less working in my business. I see. Then fast forward, um, when the burnout and the health issues had hit their acne mm-hmm. and what I was afraid of the, re- the the thing that kept me in that uh i'll call it exquisite discomfort was that i was making a really good living and i was terrified that i would sacrifice everything yeah if i stepped away oh of course, everything yeah would be my income everything would be my reputation right everything is all external and that in order to do something that was really in alignment with what I needed to be doing, I would be giving up all of these external um, affirmations I that see. I was okay and that I was successful. And when, when it hit a certain level of discomfort that was beyond exquisite, um, and I did uh, have my, my partner bought me out of that business okay. and it was it was enough to quote unquote retire yes <laughs> which meant which meant oh, i'm now i'm gonna go do some stuff that i really want to do right right and and did that mm-hmm. everything lined up so it's it, to me i've always been a risk taker but i found that there were some risks that i had decided i wasn't willing to do i got you and this became the, sort of the year of living dangerously and taking those risks yes that i had not otherwise been willing to take and mm-hmm. discovering that um that i really was taken care of that i really was supported mm-hmm. by whatever universal energy we want to 
invoke. Right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So looking inward um, and I, I guess, I don't know, again, I, I love my, I love these little phrases and terms, but I can't think of anything better um, to break, break yourself down, to build yourself up, you know, yeah. having to take those long, hard looks in the mirror at whatever mistake was done and owning it and, and, yeah. and, and reflecting on it, right. To, to, to learn and grow. And, and then of course, now you start to prioritize and set boundaries and, 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 and do all sorts of other things to uh, take that leadership role. Right. right. Uh, yeah. And then you realize, okay, I need to take care of me. Right. Um, and, and that's exactly what you did. I mean, that's uh, and, and, and knowing that the answer is more inward than outward focus, uh, is tremendous. And, and, and you gave a great, great, um, um, uh, you painted a great picture on, on, <laughs> on how, how, how that went in your journey. So thank you for sharing that, Stacey. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. You know, I, I heard something really beautiful, um, just this past weekend, and I'm going to try to say it effectively now that I've set myself up for it, mm-hmm. but, but that it, we cannot give from our essence and that means the the energy that we have within ourselves we cannot give from our essence Mm -hmm. we must give from our excess otherwise we're depleting ourselves yes and there's less and less to give and i had been giving from my essence yes for too long and now i've been able to build those storehouses of energy Mm -hmm. and grace and gratitude and all of that good stuff yes so i can now give from my place of excess because i have some excess for goodness sake oh i love it love it that's a great illustration it's a great description of uh of, of how we give and the only way we can give right is is through excess uh, we don't want right. to deplete ourselves of our energy, right? Yeah, we want to be of service. All yes. of us want yes. to make an impact on the world. That's and right. If you, and if you're listening and you're like, no, not me. I don't want to make an impact on the world. I'm good just trying to, you know, make it day by day. Yeah, Which yeah. Some people do feel that way. Yeah. I would say, hold on. Yes. Makes sense. Makes sense. It's, it's in you. Just hold on. You're in a tough time, but you'll get through it. You'll get through it. Right on. Right on. 100%, Stacey. Oh, man. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, we are going to talk about your upcoming book and the wonderful work that you are doing in what? helping the and lives it's of others. Out. It's just out. Oh, it's just out. Even better. Oh, this is exciting. This is exciting. Yes, we're going to talk more about your book. I want to learn about it. I want the listeners to learn about it and 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 also know how they can get a copy, as well as the great work that you are doing right after this. Hello, my fellow roadies. This is Aubrey. Starting the new year is often associated with two things. One, a fresh start, clean slate. And two, ways to improve oneself. In the spirit of self-development, I am extremely excited to share with you the Road to Rediscovery Wellness Alignment eBook series. The three-part series talks about ordinary practices that support your wellness, your physical and mental state, and serve as an anchor for pursuing your desired self-improvements such as finances, relationships, career, and more. The Wellness Alignment series is available at roadtorediscovery.com shop as well as Amazon. 
I truly hope you find these short reads valuable for personal development. And please feel free to share with anyone you feel this could help. Thanks so much for your continued support. Okay, and we're back uh, chatting with Stacy Ruth, entrepreneur, business owner, now and now author, right, Stacy? Absolutely. <laughs> so tell us about your book, you know, and and your inspiration behind it, and 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 what it all involves and talks about. Absolutely. No, th- this has been uh, you know, a work of heart uh, for me, mm-hmm. and you know, own your own shift is really about stepping into whatever the transformation is that's calling you. Yes. And I promise you, every one of us has a transformation that is calling us. And the more challenging it is and the Mm -hmm. more stuck we feel, guess what? The more important it is. (laughs) That's right. So, um, you know, what what I did was I looked at a lot of the uh, transformations that I had gone through um, in, in my experience with my work, with my relationships, mm-hmm. uh, just, uh, we didn't talk about that a lot, but I have been married three times mm-hmm. and, uh, this third marriage, third time's the charm. Uh, <laughs> we've been married, uh, almost 13 years now, lucky 13 and, awesome. uh, I'm not going anywhere, <laughs> but, um, but I will tell you, uh, the transformations in relationships were a big part of the book, the transformation in my uh view of myself yes that uh i'm not an imposter i belong here and i right. have good work to do right so that's all in there but and i even started with uh that that mountaintop moment you know that i had right right um in sedona but it's looking at 12 stages that we all go through in any kind of transformation and uh you know i've had some some folks uh, in recovery, asked me if this is if they align with the twelve steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, th- there's some connections there, but it's it's uh, really about the way that we process our own change and transformation. Yes, and looks at each one in a particular order. We do this whether we're deciding to get married, whether we're moving starting a new job, right. starting a family, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. any of that, right? So the, yeah. the transformation has the same stages. It's just the easier the transformation is for us, the less aware we are of what we're doing. I see. And so I walk through those stages in a way where it's like, this is what's going to happen next. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and here are some of the things that you might trip over in right. this stage that might stop you if you're mm-hmm. not looking for them. You might trip over and fall down and decide, I'm just going to go back. Right. Or uh, things to really motivate you through, like, and this is what's going to happen next. So, you know, get ready. Yeah. And then I have the exercises in each chapter for you to really kind of practice and anchor the ideas in it. And so, you know, just simple things like learning to trust your own intuition. A lot yeah. of people don't trust intuition. They, in fact, honestly, I've run across a lot of people that don't even realize that it has been research validated that everybody's got intuition. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Right? I mean, it's, it's a real thing. Well, for years, I've heard women's intuition and... Uh, I know. Yeah. And women are actually less willing to admit Mm-hmm. That they will make big decisions based on intuition when there's no data, there's no facts, right. that they're just going to lean into intuition. They will not tell you they're doing it. Hmm. And men have very little problem saying, yeah, I made a gut decision. 
Is that right? Yeah, it's really fascinating. And interesting. Um, yeah. Wow. And yet, here's here's the trick. Here's yeah. the thing that that um, the science is is demonstrating that our decision processes are ninety percent unconscious. In other words, below the level of consciousness. Right. So right. We're try- we're up here madly in our head. Very cerebral. Yeah. 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 Like. I'm going to get all the facts. I'm going to, yep. uh, you know, get all the research. I'm going to back up the decision right. that I think is right and, and validate and verify. And yeah. I will convince you. And da, da, okay. Yeah. However, we actually make our decisions 10 seconds before we're aware we've decided. Interesting. 10 seconds before we're aware yeah. Yeah. that we've decided. So, we've, so at an unconscious level, we've decided. Ten seconds later, we consciously realize we've decided it. Amazing. And we think we just decided. <laughs> Amazing. It sounds Isn't that fascinating. Yeah, it is. I it is so good. It sounds like the subconscious <laughs> operates faster or something. I, I don't. It does. Okay. It actually does. Um, the, the, and when we rely on our intuitive mm-hmm. understanding and wisdom and knowledge mm-hmm. and expertise mm-hmm. that we already have innately, we actually do make decisions. 10 times faster. Wow. And are you ready for this? Yeah. They're more effective than when we go get all our little data and research points lined up. Seriously. Seriously. That's counterintuitive, but (laughs) (laughs) amazing. It's it's countercultural. There we go. Countercultural. So then that, that leads me to, to ask you, Stacy, then, um, uh, and, 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 and this, these this anecdotal knowledge and information that you're sharing in the book, you know, which is, yeah. um, which is gold, <laughs> um, uh, that knowledge was accumulated over time in and in and your in, you know in your journey, right? Uh, in your journey, some ju- of it was, yeah. Some of it was researched. Okay, researched. and some of it yeah, was heavily absolutely. researched. That's fine. Yeah. But any of these findings that you've had in the development of your book, mm-hmm. have you? Uh, discovered as a revelation that you were able to apply to your businesses? Oh, definitely. Awesome. I mean, the, the intuition itself uh, was something that I uh, ignored, stopped, denied, avoided, mm-hmm, <laughs> whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, mm-hmm. um, you know, during my agencies. And, and one of the things I say in the book is, look, it is absolutely possible to be externally wildly successful yeah. just going with the flow. Yeah, yeah. You can absolutely do that. And yeah. that's, if that's the path you want, go for it. Go for it. The more satisfying one for me <laughs> has been to be in the flow. And that means I have to learn to trust and tap into my intuition. Mm-hmm. And I give a lot of exercises. Some of them you may think are a little woo-woo, but hey, I'm a metaphysical minister too. So I'm <laughs> going to throw in the spirituality. But sure, yeah. um, but the um, the idea that we don't trust our intuition is because we don't under we don't recognize it. Okay. We don't know when we're getting our ego or when we're um, feeling afraid or frightened. Yes. Uh, what's instinct, yes. what's intuition. We just don't know. We don't know. Because we don't have any practice at it and nobody yeah. is teaching us. I got you. And and so um, some some of the exercises are super simple, like just write down your dreams. Yeah. When you wake up in the morning. Yeah. And what happens, especially if you write longhand, mm-hmm. because that that really gets your whole brain, left and right hemispheres, connecting. Yes. Where typing or you know 
texting or whatever does not. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, just start writing them and you'll start remembering more and more. I've had as much as 30 dreams a night that I can remember with a dream journal. And you just set an intention. People are like, how do you remember your dreams? You know, you just yeah. set an intention. Very important yeah. at night. I'm going to remember my dreams. Yep. And when you wake up, first thought, oh, I'm supposed to remember my dreams. Now, what was it? What was it? What was it? Okay, right. I've got something. I'll start writing. Uh, nice. And and then what happens as you do that regularly mm-hmm. is in your conscious waking time, you will start to get these hits, just like I did on top of the mountain. Mm, okay. The, it's time to go out on your own. Right? Sure. So start getting these hits. Yeah. Now, here's the thing about intuition. You ready for this? Yeah. Here's how you recognize it. Intuition. It's All not right. instinct. It's not your ego. It has no emotion. Intuition has no emotion. It's not swayed by any type of... It's em- not excited. Feeling. It's not afraid. It's, it's not kind of angry. indifferent. Uh, it it's calm. Calm. I see. It's, it, can be, it can be loud. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> You know, I, people say that small, still voice. I'm like, you know, not always. No. It's not always small and still. <laughs> right, right, but, right. But it's just like, go here, do this, say this, yes. do this. Yes. And and it's just like a directive. Go. <laughs> go. Go. We do. Right, you know? right. And and that's, that's what the voice of intuition is like. And how it speaks and, to you. And I, how it speaks to you. And then you'll start, you. you'll start to recognize, am I scared? Am I excited? You right. know, I really want that red shiny car. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Right. yeah. And, and then, and then no, you're that's not your intuition. No, <laughs> no. And then you're more mindful of it, right? Uh, am I scared at this time? Why am I scared at this yeah. time? Am yeah. I happy? Am yeah. I sad? Yeah. yeah. And one of the ladies that um, uh, I do a retreat with, a fire starter retreat for mm-hmm. women leaders, I love what she says. Is she's like, wait, hold on, let's feel that feeling for a moment. <laughs> Yes. Let's really sink into that feeling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that that's a very powerful thing. We try to race through the feelings. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah I gotcha. Wow. So, Stacey, uh, how can the listeners get a copy mm. of your book? And how okay. can they connect with you to learn more about the great techniques that you have, you know, that can help them through their challenges? Fantastic. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Um, my, my book, Own Your Own Shift by Stacey Ruth, is mm-hmm. available on Amazon. It's available on Kindle. Awesome. If for any reason you have a hard time finding that book, you can go to my website, Stacy S-T-A-C-E-Y, RuthSays.com, StacyRuthSays.com, and there is a tab for the book. Awesome. So, absolutely. And you awesome. can find me on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Book. I love it. On I the social mediums. Very nice. Very nice. Well, we'll put direct links on the episode show notes so people can connect with you. They can go to your website, Stacy with an EY, Ruth <laughs> says.com, as well as a direct link to your book in it on Amazon for sure. Awesome. Stacy. Oh, thank you so much. It's been so great having you on the show. And uh, right now, I would love to go into a segment with you I like to call Three for the Road. Uh, Sounds fun. Sounds good, yeah. Now, you know, in Three for the Road, that's where I challenge my guests with three random yet thought-provoking questions where I challenge you to answer in five words or less. You think you're up for it? a lot of pressure. Let's do it. (laughs) All right. Fantastic. So here we are with question number one for three for the road. 
What can fear teach us about ourselves? Fear teaches what we're made of. Okay. Okay. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. And, and when I said that, I meant fear of failure, fear of success, you know, all, all those types of fears. Yeah. Not like a, oh, a monster's coming at me. No, not the, <laughs> or a bear. No. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Awesome. Um, number two, a scenario for you. A young entrepreneur starts five businesses in five years and can't get any of them, can't get any of them off the ground. They're ready to throw in the towel. What do you say to them? Trust in your vision. Four and word one one word to spare. Trust in your vision. That is awesome, Stacy. That is awesome and, and, and great advice, by the way. <laughs> All right. Topping us off with question number three for three for the road. Mm-hmm. This is a fill in the blank. If there's one thing I know now that I wish I've known ten years ago, it would be I have always been enough. I have always been enough. Love it. Love it. That says it all right there. Stacy. thank you so, so much for being on the show. Really, really appreciate it. It was great having you. It was great being here with you. Oh, Love well, it. Love it. Well, thank you so much. And let, let's please stay in touch, okay? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, um, once your book takes off like a rocket ship and you're working on your second book, uh, I'd love to have you back on the show to catch the listeners up with what's been going on in your career and your life uh, with your second book. I'm sure there'll be one. And, uh, you know, let's just stay connected, right? Fantastic. You do good work here. Oh, well, thank you so much, Stacy. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening. A couple quick reminders. Number one, please, if you could, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to your shows. Please subscribe to the Road to Rediscovery, rate and review. Number two, most importantly, if there's someone in your life who you feel are going through dark days of despair, enormous challenges and obstacles, and they just don't seem to know how to get out of that rut, I would greatly appreciate it if you share this podcast with them because there's two things I want all my listeners to know on the road to rediscovery. Number one, you are not alone. And number two, there is always help around the corner. The road to rediscovery, it's a movement. It's a revolution. And guess what? You are now part of it. We're all roadies on this journey of life. And it feels so good having you on the road with me. Thanks again for listening. We'll chat again soon. The Road to Rediscovery is an AJ Shark production.